You are now listening to TDL on SilverAndBlackPride.com. Everybody, we are back. It is Tape Don't Lie, your favorite Raiders podcast, your favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders whatever, favorite Raiders breakdowns you guys know already. You guys already know what to do. First, you subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. If you are new here, right, go ahead, hit the like button if you like it. If you dislike it, go ahead and hit the dislike button. That is fine. You know, leave a comment. If you like it, leave a comment. If you dislike it, we like all engagements, right? We want to, uh, you know, get it going. You know, we want all the engagements to come to us, right? So, you know, if you're hearing this on uh, audio version, you're on the podcast, you know, you're up on uh, silverandblackpride.com listening to the podcast. You know, make sure you uh, subscribe to silverandblackpride.com for all our podcasts. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You get my dude, um, Matt Holders, his uh, holder handfuls as well, as well as the Tape Don't Lie podcast. So you guys get all the good stuff. And, and plus my man, Bill, uh, his podcast as well. Right. And then you make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL for me and then at BD Williams 18. And like I said, guys, go get you some Manscaped. You know what I'm saying? Go get you some. Some, some of that deodorant, go get you some, some shirts, whatever. Go ahead, use that discount code TDL. All right, BD, how are you feeling? We got the Miami Dolphins coming in. Um, you know, the Raiders are favored. People are just expecting the Raiders to win this game. How are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, they better they better win this game. You know, like, okay. um, they're, hopefully from the guys that are remaining over, they remember how – or what what happened last time they played Miami? Yeah, you know, uh, and so I hope that they take a lot of pride in that, and just you know go you know go to business here. I think that this is a really telling game for the Raiders because yeah, they beat two teams that everyone thought was good. Now when they're favored to win, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully we continue to see these guys are are working to get better and improving. Um, and, and don't take their foot off the gas pedal. So I think that this is an important game to kind of see what this team is made of. Uh, so, yeah, what about you? How do you feel? Uh, I mean, I, I feel like, um, you know, facing this defense, I feel like it's basically going to be the same defense they faced last year. It's not going to be too much different. Um, I mean, there, if you go watch the tape, I mean, there's no difference between last year's Dolphins scheme and this year's. It's the same scheme. They're playing cover zero, they're throwing exotic blisses at you, they're playing cover one, they're playing press man, they're challenging your wide receivers to get open. And I mean, that's going to be the challenge for the Raiders is who's going to get open this game. Um, you know, our rugs and Edwards going to be able to beat the press coverage. I mean, because they got uh, some great press coverage guys over there. Um, Xavier Howard, they got Byron Jones, you know, Xavier Howard, you know, whoever Xavier Howard is messing with. I don't expect I got to get too many targets, um, you know, if that's rugs and I wouldn't expect rugs to get that many targets. If that's Edwards, I would, I wouldn't expect that if they are going to attack somebody. It's good. They're going to attack Brian Jones, but you know, we'll get into that, but um, you know, it, it's still the same, same thing. I think they'll be able to attack it the same way, to be honest. I, I don't think it's going to be any too much different of a game plan. I mean, the, the, the Dolphins biggest weakness is the run game, but they can't run the ball right now. So I didn't get too much into that. So I wasn't going to get too hopeful about that, but uh, um, yeah, yeah, but, uh, I mean, attacking this team, you know, through the air, it's going to be the same strategy, I believe. It's not going to be any different than they did last year. But Yeah, I think um, I'd be surprised to see teams continue to cover zero blitz. These guys, you know, like you, if Xavier Howard travels, okay? Yeah. And he's not traveling with Darren Waller, okay? That means he's either traveling with Edwards or Ruggs. Yeah. I would expect they just hang a safety over Ruggs. 
right? Yeah. And put, put Xavier Howard on, on Brian Edwards and make the possession guy really work because you can't you can't travel with the guy who's going to be running clear outs and posts. You know, like you're going to get exhausted. You're going to get too tired. That would be dangerous though, because Brian. I mean, Brian Jones is pretty fast, but I don't know if he's as fast as as he used to be. So, I mean, that that would be a tough. It would he would be too physical for Henry Ruggs if he was matched up with Henry Ruggs. I think he that physicality would be tough for Henry Ruggs to deal with. That that's when we would see if the weight room would actually mean something for Henry Ruggs because Brian Jones will bully him if he if he doesn't. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, when I'm going to show, I mean, I, I think you can. I think you can attack Byron Jones though. I mean, that's what that's what the Bills did. So. Um, you know, we'll see though. Uh, what I think they're going to do, I mean, I, I think they just got to, which I'll show. I mean, we'll get into that, I guess. We'll, you you want to go first? Uh, you want to go first? Uh, I mean, do you want to you show them? Let's show them the offense first. Let's show them what these uh, okay. Jacoby Brissett and the boys look like. Yeah. So, uh, first, first things first, we'll talk about the offense. We're going to say the best okay. for us. Uh, and I'm super excited for your defense breakdown as well um, because this is really interesting. Kind of like they do things a little different on defense, but on offense, it's a pretty vanilla team, okay? So let's let's just talk about it. Okay, this is a ball control oriented offense. Okay, they want to kill the clock and they want to stay in games. Okay, and I think that their run game is decent. Okay, we got this little boot action, and it's freezing these backside defenders just enough. Uh, and I believe that this is Miles Gaskin, but whoever this back is, okay, he gets a little crease, okay, and he's able to take advantage of it, just freezing these guys with the backside or even with an RPO, okay. Um, they're all, they also got some interesting personnel, you know, like this tight end right here, he's six foot six. This wide receiver is six foot five. They're going to do some reduce splits and block these guys down um, and make the secondary be real physical, okay? And then you also got threat of a quarterback run game, okay, with Jacoby Brissett as well as Tua Tagovailoa, okay? So they're going to do these little dink and dunk things on the perimeter, okay? And then once that doesn't work, they're just going to RPO and throw the ball right over your head, okay? If you're a defender and you're going to start biting up on the run, okay, or trying to jump routes, they even have pass pass options like this one right here okay the option game was a big part of their offense it's a huge part of their offense okay they love slants they love bubbles okay they love hitch routes it's a very small ball oriented scheme okay and for that reason i think that cover three all tends to do good against schemes like that and we're going to see who wins on the edge in the, in the flat. Now, they have some problems on offense, okay? First of all, I think that their wide receivers really struggle to separate, okay? We see here, this is Jacoby Brissett coming in to play against the Bills. And he's looking, he's looking, everyone is strapped up, okay? No one's separated, no one's winning for Jacoby Brissett to make an easy decision there, Okay. To attack a Viola also, no hot, no one's running hot routes, no one's recognizing a blitz there. Leaves the quarterback out to dry. Okay. You know, and and if you just watch all these plays, the wide receivers who are being targeted are not separating. Uh, and whether that's tight end Gasecki, Preston uh Williams, you know, uh who, who you know, the list goes on and on. Devontae Parker, Jalen Waddle, these guys are really struggling to get get 
away from defenders and get their quarterbacks an easy decision. Now, Jacoby Brissett, he's going to come in. It sounds like he's going to play. And I like this guy. I like his swag a lot for playing the quarterback position. Okay, so first things first, he if he's going to make things happen. He's going to fight and fight and fight to make things happen, whether that means just standing tall in the pocket and delivering uh, a throw downfield, whether that means moving around, keeping his eyes downfield, throwing a dime to the end zone, just goes right through his wide receiver's hands. That guy owes him some push-ups right there. Um, or if, you know, he, he needs to make something happen with his feet, okay? He's a capable athlete out there. Okay, and the first time I saw this, I, I literally had to rewind. Okay, just check out what Jacoby Brissett does here. All right, his pump fake sends this guy into orbit. That is ugly on film. He's going to be laughed at in the film room for that. But Jacoby Brissett, uh, now, I think that he does struggle with accuracy, Don't, like throwing the, the football. Okay, there's some, some things that he continually does that this, I think, is kind of um, – uh, emblematic of his game right here. He's going to get a little hit route on the bottom of the screen, and instead of throwing back shoulder and giving this wide receiver a chance, he throws upfield shoulder into traffic, creates a pass breakup just by the ball placement. So that's on him, okay? Another one right here, I think it's a failed opportunity or a missed opportunity to climb the pocket and put this ball out in front of him, okay? He throws it behind the, the guy. He's got to make an adjustment, nullifies all yards after catch, Okay. And I also think that some of his decision-making is just a tad bit slow and teams can, you know, take advantage of that. So, Jacoby Brissett, if he's starting, he's going to get cause some headaches with his ability to improvise a little bit, okay? And his, and he's not a risk-adverse quarterback. He's going he's gonna to throw the ball downfield if he gets a chance, okay? Probably a little bit more so than Tua, right? But the decision-making isn't quick and the, and the ball placement isn't great. So this is an opportunity for the Raiders, I think, to get another interception or two, just get some ball production, continue the ball production, because Jacoby Brissett isn't really uh, the kind of guy who can, like, really carry a team through the, with, with the passing there. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's a backup quarterback, basically. That's basically what you uh, displayed to us. Uh, he's a backup quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the way to look at it, and this is not an offense that – should score a lot of points on, you know, the way this Raiders defense is constructed at this point. I mean, the pass rush should get home. I mean, you didn't really show too much about the offensive line and the offensive line over there is pretty bad. Um, you know, so, so they, they should be able to, you know, get some kind of push there, especially, I mean, all over that, that line. I mean, the bills were all over them. I mean, you know, Greg Rousseau had two sacks, so, you mean, that offensive line something is very, very Something I thought was interesting, though, about the offensive line, and I know I saw some people saying that the offensive line wasn't good. A lot of the pressures, a lot of the sacks, you know, Buffalo was just blitzing them, sending five- and six-minute pressures, okay? Okay. None of the wide receivers are breaking it off early or just, like, sitting in a zone, running a side adjustment, or, like, there's no hot routes built into the offense. Quarterbacks are just sitting back there. Okay, like Tua and Jacoby Brissett, they're sitting, 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 waiting, 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 and they're just getting sacked. And I don't think that's really on the offensive line. Okay. You know, quarterback's got to get the ball out. And, um, and, and it, for the case of Tua, there's like a lot of instances where it's like 
he's standing there like not urgent at all and gets sacked. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it seems like his his presence in the pocket is a little iffy. And then Jacoby Brissett, obviously, um, you know, he's he's just gonna he'll stand in there, but he'll put the ball in the wrong spot, you know, and throw an interception. So uh, you know, but I think the offensive line, they're getting some heat. I think that the way that this offense is constructed, it's a little funky, you know, and when they have to throw downfield, it's this is not what this offense is built for. It's not built for third and sevens, you know, like this is that's not the kind of, of ball they play. They want to be in third and ones, you know, and, and do some kind of little option, bubble screen, flat route, you know, something like that with the quarterback run option in there and just get like a couple yards at a time. This is not an offense built for chunk yards. You know, okay. uh, and, and some of their route concepts are, are, are funky, I think, uh, or the route distribution in the end is a little funky. And I think it's leading to some sacks for them. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, they're they're a defensive team. I mean, there's they're expecting to play defense. I mean, <laughs> basically the way they're constructed is, you know, I mean, they're they're expecting to play really good defense. But I mean, I think in this league, yeah, playing great defense is important. But, you know, especially with the type of defense they play, I mean, they, they play a, a basically a kind of, you know, like daredevil type of defense that they play, you know, coming out there every week. Um, but it, it's just a weird strategy to try to win games, I think, like consistently. Like it's going to be hard. It's hard with that, without like a really good offense in today's NFL. It's hard for you to be like a 13-win team with just like a, you know, a, just a ragtag offense and the defense just stops everybody because – the next thing you know, like even though you're you're maybe slowing down Josh Allen, you know you're not doing anything offensively. And the next thing you know, you're losing thirty-five to zero, no matter how right. good your defense played for some of that game. So, you know, it's it's if you have an offense that can't move the football, it, it won't matter. So, um, it won't matter how good your defense is because they're going to be out there all game, you know. And eventually, offense coordinators like they get paid money. These wide receivers get paid money. These quarterbacks get paid lots of money. They're going to find a way mm-hmm. to produce against you if they get enough at-bats. You know, um, so, yeah, I, I agree. You, they, their offense is not good. It's like, it's going to be the worst offense that the Raiders have played this year so far. Pittsburgh did not have a great offense, okay? But at least Pittsburgh could move the ball in chunks, right? Yeah. Like, Kickstarter drive a little bit in this team. Uh, just not seeing a lot of chunk plays from them. You know, it's very few and far between. Um, and they're so small ball oriented. Once the game gets out of hand, you know, once the offense uh, or the opposing team has a lead, has a big lead, it's like they don't know what to do. So, yeah, um, yeah but OK, let's let's jump into defense. So I'm, I'm super curious about that. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about, you know, Looking at this scheme, it's probably one of the most innovative schemes or just unique schemes on defense in the NFL. So why don't you jump in? All right, let's do it. All right, so we get into this Dolphins defense, and the first thing uh, we're going to talk about is their stunts and their blitzes. All right, so these things are very exotic, and they're able to get pressure uh, with five, six, and then they're even able to get pressure with four this year, so which is very interesting. So we'll talk about this first blitz, which I really like. So the, the Patriots are going to be running a play action pass with split action, right? So see Johnny Smith come 
right? And you got both players coming from the left side. But, you know, Johnu Smith, he's influenced by the linebacker, so he freezes up. He doesn't know who to block, right? And it creates mismatches right to Mac Jones. Mac Jones just, you know, gets rid of the ball really quick. That's hilarious. All right. As, and, then, and then the fear of the blitz messes up offensive linemen. So the communication that Derek Carr and these guys have to have, they have to be on the communication. So, you know, the 74 is so worried about 55, right? And Dawson next, Dawson Knox, sorry, he's running the drag route. It just frees, frees up Okba. But of course, Josh Allen makes some magic happen with throwing across the body like crazy. But you see the pressure that was generated on that play right and then then we got them you know now they're bringing the house they're bringing six and this this blitz is uh awesome because watch what jerome baker and the slot corner do right because this is gonna be awesome look right so so right you kind of see like the little movement there but we're gonna bring it back and watch it one more time in slow motion so you see how the corner kind of makes devin singletary move and he uses jerome baker as kind of like a blocker it just frees him up frees up that nickel corner, right, for to hit Josh Allen, almost intercepted. And then, like I said, they can get there with four and stunts. And you see Ogba just wins himself, and they got a stunt right there. Emmanuel Ogba, he's, he's a legit. He's a legit defensive end. He gets pressure, right? You see it again, another stunt. They get pressure with four, two as well. So they can get pressure on the quarterback. I mean, it's not going to be an easy game for this offense. This offense has to be ready for their stunts they have to be ready for the blitzes basically like playing the ravens again so the secondary i mean the secondary is uh i mean they got some special players back there and you know they play a lot of single high man to man but they have great communication as you see right here the the bills love to do crossers right and you know the dolphins are ready for it so they're pointing and they're ready to switch on the crossers and you just watch how effective this is it's just beautiful a switch almost intercepted by byron jones right it's, it's just effective Everything is clean. You see right here, this guy comes, <laughs> the safety comes all the way down. He's picking it up because he knows the blitz is coming. He comes all the way down. It's just effective. But what gives them issue issues is bunch routes, right? Because it what bunch routes do, you know, when they're playing single high, it opens up and creates those one-on-ones on the other side. You see Emmanuel Sanders just beats Byron Jones off the line, you know, Josh Allen missed that throw. And then you see it here against the Jets. I mean, this is the Jets. Look how open that guy is against the bunch routes. So they, they get a little confused there, you know, especially, you know, with some of these routes. And then they, they just give up big plays too as well, right? Sometimes they just give up big plays if they lose because they play so much man-to-man defense that they can give up the big play. And then, um, you know, it's it's there. I mean, that's why they gave up over like two uh, – they were 22nd in yards allowed last year because of that, you know – make or break defense. I mean, they're playing dangerous, but the, the thing that the, the Raiders got to just not worry about the outside today. And, you know, it's feed Waller time. Um, it's basically going to be like the previous time we got Eric Rowe, Eric Rowe is going to be guarding Eric, Darren Waller. It's not going to be War- Howard. It's not going to be Byron Jones, unless they adjust, it's probably going to be Eric Rowe. And this is what happened last time. Eric Rowe got one-on-one with Darren Waller. It was a lot of deep shots. I expect this type of thing, like I, no quick drops, throws like quick fades uh we're gonna see a lot of these type of throws now this one we get the four verts to darren waller right on the crosser boom right there that's you know he, he just abused eric Rowe for most of this game okay and he was all over him and i really expect eric Rowe to be guarding him one-on-one 
again and you know it was uh, you know even with the blitzes and everything all the stunts their car was able to get rid of the ball so fast because darren waller was able to beat eric Rowe. and this is my favorite one all right so this is a, a drive concept usually Derek Carr, he's playing the shallow route from aguilar and he's going to the 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 dig from henry ruggs but we got an alert here right which you know he's, he's got one-on-one with eric Rowe on a deep route of course you get to take darren waller big catch you know and that's taunting now for 15 yards, but you know, this is last year. So we're good, but that's the type of things that we got to see. And this, this is what I want to see. I want to see them mess with the choice routes here. So this is on this play, you know, this is kind of a, a, a choice wheel, as you kind of say, right? Because you know how the Raiders run the choice routes out of the three by one, and you'll see it better from the backside. Now it becomes a wheel. So they've been running choice routes. You know, they run, th- they've run 30, run 31 choice routes the past two weeks. And this is a play that I want to see them run this week, basically set up with the fake choice route that ends up being a go, especially against this type, these coverages, right? And I think they can attack these guys deep. And I think that's what you have to do. You have to be able to get rid of the football quickly, you know? So that's what I kind of expect. I kind of expect them to keep attacking them that way and attack Eric Rowe because, I mean, unless they switch it up, which they might, I'm not going to say that they, they won't, but I mean, usually those two guys play the outside. They lock up the wide receivers because most teams do not play through their tight ends. I mean, that that's just the way it, you know, there's not that many great tight ends in the NFL. I mean, after Kelsey, after Kittle, after Waller, I mean, there's Mark Andrews, but like how dominant is Mark Andrews? I mean, yeah, you want to stop Mark Andrews, but he's not, he's not, you know, he's not Travis Kelsey, you know what I mean? And Travis Kelsey, he went for uh, eight and 138 on this team because the way yeah. they match up, they don't match up with those type of players because they have to have like somebody like Eric Rowe, who, you know, on a regular day, you know, he's getting Robert Tanyan, you know what I mean? Like he's not getting, he's not getting Travis Kelsey or he's not getting Darren Waller. And I think that's yeah. where the matchup difference becomes something different. Like if Waller got hurt, I mean, or if Waller was injured, I mean, I think this would be a totally different outlook because I think the wide receivers would be in a little bit in trouble. I don't know how much they're going to win outside against these guys. And I don't want Derek Carr throwing at Xavier Howard because Xavier Howard, when I'll say this just from watching on tape, I think he can be beat, right? I think he can be beat. But if the quarterback misses anywhere, <laughs> if he misses he it will get intercepted so it'll make you pay basically what yeah. i'm saying like like he let, let's say he's you know darren waller is guard you know he is guarding darren waller on the inside right and darren waller beats him on a crosser let's say Derek Carr throws it behind darren waller that's picked off i'm sorry it is <laughs> and that's how he plays i mean if you miss i mean and quarterbacks miss man and so yeah you might be, be you might beat him but then you underthrew it he's not going to drop that ball you know, he has that ball skills. He's going to pick it off. So, you know, that's why he's so dangerous to test. You know, teams are still, they still test him all the time because they have to. They're playing man to man. You know, you, you want to take those chances. You got man to man on the outside. You want to take that chance with your number one guy, right? You want to, you think Stefan Diggs can beat him. You know, you think whoever, whatever can beat him. But I mean, that's why he ends, ends of the year with 10 interceptions because if you miss, man, he, he's not going to, he's not going to drop it. <laughs> that's, that's why he's so dangerous. And, you know, why I would rather, if I'm attacking outside, I'd rather attack Byron Jones because there's just the, the window of perfection that you have to have with Howard. I think that's the difference. Like what people don't like, you know, like Jalen Ramsey will just shut you down where you don't get open at all. Like, yeah, you might be able to get open on Howard, but I mean, your quarterback better not miss. And that's kind of my, my theory with him. So that's why, you know, you kind of just want to, <laughs> stay away from him a little bit but like 
Um, that's why I think they got to work Waller inside, you know, even work some Renfro too. Um, I think they're going to get some good matchups inside and they have to work that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to be very interested to see, you know, they know that Eric Rowe, he's a good player, but he's not an elite tight end matchup player. I like Eric Rowe a mm-hmm. lot. I've seen some really good stuff from him, but yeah, like guys like Kelsey and Waller are going to, they're going to eat, you know, like these guys will eat against most just about anyone, you know? Yeah. So uh, it's, it's no knock against Eric, uh, Eric Rowe, but they're, I think they're going to give this guy some help, you know, and I'm going to be really interested to see what they're doing. Like during the game, I'm going to be keeping my eyes on if they're bracketing, if they're running someone under, if they're keeping a safety on top, what they're doing to, to Darren Waller, you know, uh, because like, that's the, that's their number one problem, you know, and he could, he could have like 200 yard game if it's just Eric bro on him all, uh, all game. So <laughs> I know. So what, what I think they might do, which, you know, the, the, like I said, the Raiders been running so many choice routes. I mean, more than usual. Uh, let's just say that they've been running more than usual. Like they ran 20 last game. I thought that was crazy. I never seen them run that many choice routes in a game. It was, I mean, that's basically more than 50% of Derek Carr's passes were on right. some type of choice concept. Maybe he didn't hit the choice route. Maybe he went somewhere else, but it was still based on the concept. Right. And, you know, by the end of the game, you know, I showed this on the Carfax that the Steelers, they started coming down on them. Like they started playing them. They started switching on them. You know, so I think we might see some of that. And that's why that's why I showed that play of, you know, them running that choice route and then going up, because I don't know if that's going to be expected right now as, as we speak. And that's not going to be expected. They're going to be expecting to go out in, you know, or, you know, or down. I mean, Brian Flores is, is a great coach. So, I mean, this team is will always be prepared. That's why that's what I'm talking about. Like this team is going to be prepared for the Raiders. They're, they're, and they're going to be well coached. They're going to know what to do. They're going to be in the right positions. Um, they're not going to be out of line, basically. They're not going to be like, you know, out of position, what I'm trying to say. You're not going to see like yeah. blown coverages, right? You got to beat them one-on-one and you're going to have to, you know, man up and, and win outside and win inside. And, but, but I still think some of those choice routes can create the free releases and can create that, that, that go route. I mean, even like running that with like rugs, getting him that free release so he can just put his speed on and, you know, get upfield, things like that. I, I think they got to switch it up with the, with the, the deep shots here and use it off the choice concepts like they like they did against the Jags and like they did last year against the Chiefs that I probably would have used that play of game pass was uh, not being stupid. So um, but I still think, I still think those I still think switching off those choice routes is the way to go. And um, and because that's what they, I mean, they're the Raiders have been eating off them. Right. I mean, it's really been the main ever since they, they stopped trying to put on a show against the Ravens in the first half of that quarter and they switched the choice routes. They have been, you know, just moving the football and being super efficient. So the team, they're going to be ready for that. They're going to be prepared for yeah. them. They're going to be trying to jump them. I mean, they are. They're going to be trying. They're, they're probably going to bring safeties down. I mean, you might see, you're talking about, I mean, we were talking about before the show, like, well, maybe how much cover zero are we going to see this week or how much they're going to play cover zero? I don't know. I think they're going to be trying to jump those choice routes and, you know, get some picks. I think they're going to try to get some turnovers, you know, score some points on defense to help their offense. That's what I think they're going to do. I think they're going to be really and, aggressive. And I think that that's smart, okay, on, on the surface level. Yeah. You know, I think that 
uh, Henry Ruggs being out there is going to yeah, sure. yeah. pull some pull some punches off of those. You know, like, yeah, you could jump that choice route, but if you're leaving your, your corner out to dry against a post, good luck keeping up with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, and, that, and that's why, I think that, that's the biggest reason why they take Henry Ruggs, right? So, like, they could just open up some of these passing concepts, you know? Yeah. It's not even about him being targeted at all. But, yeah, like, you start having your safety nailed down in the middle of the field, then it's like, you're going to have to get real creative how you defend a, uh, a post route from Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Uh, while you, if you're in man coverage, you know, like that's, that's putting it, I don't care who it is. That's putting them in a bad situation. Right. Bad, bad, bad spot. Yeah. So if they can, if they can wire rugs off the line, press him and, you know, make them uncomfortable. Yeah. Then I think we're going to start seeing uh, them maybe play some cover zero. But if he's if he starts winning, being press, which I know that that's the area, like you said, we got to see how much stronger he's become, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you know, if he's able to match the physicality with Byron Jones, like you're saying, who I, I think that that is a good candidate for uh, covering him for sure. I agree with Byron Jones being the guy who's going to have to uh, go with Rugs. Uh, if that's the guy, we got to see the development of Henry Rugs. We've seen some development flashes of development from young players. Mm-hmm. We got to see the development of Henry Ruggs to beat that press to allow whatever their game plan is on offense to like just give it some room and not let the Dolphins key in on them. Yeah. And, and you know, the offensive line, I mean, it's, it's going to be going up, like going up against the Ravens. But I think overall, I think the players on the Dolphins defensive line is way better than the Ravens. I think the Ravens kind of were just trying to manufacture pressure like they've been doing for years. But you know Emmanuel Ogba, he he can beat you. That is not a that is not a, a guy that is needs manufactured pressure. I mean, all those stunts he was he did, he didn't need a stunt. He was just winning by himself. So um, yeah. he, he wins outside. I mean, he's gonna give Leatherwood uh, everything that he has. He's he's developed into a, a really good pass rusher. So um, he, he's somebody definitely stood out on tape. He every both games, you know, against the Patriots and against um, you know and against the Bills he was able to get some pressure and, you know, it, it, so he, he's going to be a, a handful and then they have to worry about those stunts. Question. inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, how has offensive line been doing picking up blitzes? Uh, they, they, they've been doing well picking up blitzes. You know, they, 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 they have, um, I mean, the problem last week was just, I mean, they're, they're getting rushed with four and I think they were just getting abused by guys who just were, you know, seasoned veterans that have been dominating people forever. I would say the dolphins are a little bit younger. They're younger guys. Um, they're, they're not <laughs> Cam Hayward. who has been in the league for, you know, 10 years and, you know, <laughs> ready to eat this young guy's lunch, you know, look at this young guy. thinks he's can run over my boy, Brandon Williams. So um, we, we don't have anybody like that. That's can like, dominate from the inside um it's more about the outside but i think Derek Carr can deal with the outside i think it's more about the inside that would give that gives him more issues and i think they're able to pick up blitz i think andre james is like i said in the run game he's been struggling but i think in pass pro he's been fine he hasn't had many yeah. issues in pass pro he's been able to you know uh pick up pretty good blitzes i mean they're picking up blitzes pretty well against the ravens i mean the, the throw, throw to rugs that was a blitz they picked up that's one of the ravens favorite blitzes and they picked it up really well to give car time to hit that so i mean they they have been picking up blitzes well and even john simpson johnson had a really good game against the dolphins last year 
So um, I think that the, the offensive line will play better against the blitzes, but, you know, Emmanuel Ogba is still going to get hit. I, I think he's going to beat outside the wood a couple of times. And, you know, Derek Carr is going to get that, get rid of that ball pretty fast. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We're going to see uh, what things we're going to find out about this Raiders, Raiders team in general. You know, if you're watching something, some, uh, something happens during the game and you think that you saw it here, you saw us talk about it, feel free to comment, uh, add us on Twitter, whatever, whatever it is. You know, we like, like Marcus says, every episode, we enjoy all engagements. Uh, so talk to us there during the game. Uh, anything else you want to say before we get out of here, Marcus? Uh, no, man. Uh, just, you know, hope the, the Raiders go to 3-0 because uh, if the Raiders go 3-0, it's agenda week next week, guys. You're going to see. I got an agenda. It's agenda week. We got the Chargers okay. coming. All right. It's agenda yeah. week for me. Oh, it is. Yeah, we're, it's we're destroying agenda agendas week. next week. That's what we're doing. Yes. We're destroying agendas. So okay. I need. I need a win. Regardless. Yeah. Regardless, we're gonna destroy agendas. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> uh, regardless. All right, Raider Nation. We appreciate you guys. Thank you as always for tuning in to the Tape Don't Lie Raiders Film Channel. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, make sure you hit the download button so that every single episode uh, from Silver and Black Pride Podcast. Uh, is downloaded on your device. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, 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 right? Uh, make sure you turn on post notifications. Um, and that's it, Raider Nation. We appreciate you guys. Peace. Yeah.